0: The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and Southeastern New Mexico will continue to be America's main source for energy independence. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by NOV. NOV delivers technology-driven solutions to empower the global energy industry. For more than 150 years, NOV has pioneered innovations that enable its customers to safely produce abundant energy while minimizing environmental impact. The energy industry depends on NOV's deep expertise and technology to continually improve oil field operations and assist in efforts to advance the energy transition towards a more sustainable future. NOV powers the industry that powers the world. Coming up later in our show, we'll have a big giveaway announcement from our sponsor. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm so glad you're sharing this time with all of us. I'm sitting here this afternoon on a a beautiful West Texas day in Midland with Melissa Sanchez. Melissa is the owner of Long Star Trucking. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having
0: me. I'm so excited to hear you and your husband's story on how you got started and just share your knowledge with us. We're we're excited (laughs) to hear your story. Before we get into our interview, I want to ask everyone at home or in your car or at your office, wherever you're listening today to please just stop by and leave a review on iTunes. It just takes a second. You can go hit those five stars, leave a little bit about why you love Permian Perspective, and we'll read it in a future broadcast. And I'd like to thank those of you who have already left reviews or sent emails. We can also connect on all the socials, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. It's easy to do. I'm at Krista Escamilla. All right. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, again for being with us today. I'm just excited to hear your story because we've gone to church together for years and years. Yes. And I don't know how Long Star Trucking got started. So, how did you get in the oil and gas industry?
1: Actually, back in 2008, the beginning of 2008, Steve had the bright idea that, you know, we could do something in the oil field. Back then, he was flipping houses, building houses, and I worked for Verizon. And he said, I can do something. I mean, there's got to be something that we can do. Well, my dad had been in the oil field for many, many years and my dad had cancer. So the last few weeks of his life, he was in the hospital and my, and Steve asked him, he said, what do you think about me, you know, buying a couple of vacuum trucks and getting in the oil field? And my dad said, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. And he said, and people don't take care of any of your stuff. That's what he said. <laughs> and Steve just—he was right. He was right. Yes, he said no one takes care of your stuff, and it's just a mess. Just don't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, in June of 2008, we decided to try it. So we bought three vacuum trucks, and 2000 what nine ten? It all crashed. Yes. We have a similar story
0: because yes. we opened in a bus too. So I understand, but you know, you learn a lot through those times.
1: You do. You learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself. Yes. 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 Yourself,
0: yes. your marriage, your everything. Everything. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about those early years because I think starting a business, it sounds like, oh, this is great. I can work for myself, have all the time off, right? We were talking about yes. that beforehand. Yes. But what really, time off? What time off? It's 24 <laughs> yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah.
1: Phone never stops. And no matter where you are, you're working from somewhere. And that's what people don't understand is you're working from somewhere, even if you're not physically at the office in that moment, you right. know, it just never ends. But I know Steve's answering his phone sometimes till 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, whatever happens.
0: And at it at 5 30 a.m so right. just part it's part of it just part of it so I heard that you started with just three trucks is that yes correct? and yes. How, how much have you grown to now
1: well a couple years ago it was it was bigger we now have four departments that we that we service we do vacuum trucks and we have about 20 of our own and we usually try to run about 20 25 owner operators Wow! and then we do water transfer we do flow back and we now started sand, so pneumatic trucking, so
0: fantastic, yeah, so going back to those early days when you're getting started, you know what was it about trucking that made you say this is the industry part or the part of the industry we're going to go into
1: it's, it's kind of funny question or answer to that. Steve said it just seems so simple, you know you hire <laughs> a driver and you tell him to go somewhere and that's kind of was his way of thinking. He thought it's something that I can manage because it seems like it's easy to do. And it was probably a lot easier then than it is now. Now, now, you know, everything is with all technology, with with GPSing, with the way electronic ticketing, everything is just, you know, it's a little bit more difficult, but I mean, it's, it worked. It just took some time in the first two years we're crazy, we're very, very tough, just because it all kind of crashed, I think in two thousand ten
0: end of two thousand nine. yes, I remember it well yeah. yes and and yeah. I and I remember you know the heartbreak we all saw during covid it was similar back then, I mean, of course, a little bit different because oil didn't go to zero or below, but it was still tough. It was tough on right. our community, it was tough on businesses. How have you and Steve managed the cycles and the, you know, the growth and then, of course, the setbacks and then the growth again? How have you managed that as business owners?
1: I think you just have to be careful and you have to make sure that, first of all, that, you know, you're always able to pay your employees and make sure that all your overhead costs are taken care of. It's been hard. We've got a great relationship with the bank. And so I think you have to make sure that you always have that relationship in order to keep your business afloat. And I mean, you just have to respect your vendors and respect the clients that you do business with. And I think as long as they trust you and you have a good relationship, you should, you know, be able to be okay, but you've got to be careful. You can't just go out and spend all this money and think it's going to, you know, it's going to work. You just got to be able to manage the whole thing.
0: Right. What are you seeing right now in the industry? I know, and I'm once again, I'm sorry for our listeners that are tired of me saying the buzz in the basin, but there is a buzz in the basin. It's busier on the roads. It's busier at H-E-B. It's busier at stoplights. What would you say is the feel right now in your business? Are you feeling that buzz?
1: We are. It is getting busier. I mean, we've been busy for probably the last month, month and a half. It's really picked up. The problem that we're seeing is that a lot of the people that left, you know, especially drivers that left Midland are not coming back as fast mm. as you anticipated. And so we're having a hard time, you know, finding help sometimes, especially drivers right now.
0: I feel like we've been through this before. Oh yeah, we're, absolutely. You're seeing the now hiring signs everywhere yes. that we don't yes. have people to hire. You don't have people to hire. Because left because yeah. of COVID, right? Yeah,
1: they left, they went back home and they don't feel comfortable yet. You know, they want to make sure it's going to last before mm-hmm. they decide to either uproot their family or, you know, come on their own or whatever they, they end up doing. But I think that people waited out and now they're waiting it out. It seems like a little bit longer than before, but it seems like a few, you know, more are starting to come back. We're starting to get some of the older owner operators that were with us before they left. And so some of them
0: are starting to come back. But nice. yeah, that's been our challenge really is the workforce. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's tell people something good if they're thinking of coming back here. The sunsets are beautiful. Right. <laughs> sunsets in
1: Midland, Texas are fantastic. It's <laughs> really and else? it's nice at night. <laughs> yes. Yes. The yes. sun we... goes down or even just the evening and it's pleasant.
0: It is. And we don't have the humidity, <laughs> no that, humidity. Houston, that Houston has, which I love Houston. I'm not yeah. I'm not 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 knocking Houston. Love Houston, but their humidity <laughs> is crazy compared to yeah. what we have here. So there you yes. go. There's our two talking there points to try to convince everyone to move back. There
1: you go. Does a number on your hair for sure. <laughs> yes,
0: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about just being a woman in business and how that has, do you feel like it's helped? Has, has it been a hindrance? Has it helped? What What are your thoughts in a primarily dominated, male dominated industry?
1: Yeah. Well, I worked for Verizon for 15 years before I came and joined Steve, and most of the people that I ever dealt with were men. So I kind of, you know, I think that being in the oil field, I mean, a lot of, you know, someone will have attitudes towards you or whatever, but I think if you earn their respect, I just try to, you know, put my foot down when I need to Mm -hmm. and not allow somebody to disrespect you, I guess or disrespect our employees. Mm-hmm. And I I think once you do that, their their attitude kind of changes. Yes. And we, I mean, what I always say is we just have to treat your employees and the people you work for, you have to treat them right. right. And as long as you do that, you know, I don't know that they care so much if you're a man or a woman, as long as they feel like they're
0: respected. Absolutely. And I think we have Texas gentlemen here in West Texas, and they definitely the business owners that maybe you come across that have been in the industry a long time. They want to help too. I've noticed True. that. I mean, I feel like True. I feel like the let's help each other out attitude when you are, say, a new business owner here yeah. in West yeah. Texas or a woman entering the oil and gas workforce for the first time. Yeah. Pretty helpful and welcoming, you know, because yeah. that's just what what West Texans do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I out. think you're right. I think some can be you know, yeah. very helpful and, and want you to succeed. And the
0: others, you put your foot down. Yeah, the others,
1: you have to put your foot down. So yeah, <laughs> we're going to succeed one way or the other. That's right. This may take us, but you know.
0: <laughs> I know that you're a woman of faith. How does that play a role as a business owner for you?
1: I just, I guess, treat people the way that you would want to be treated, mm-hmm. I think, more than anything. And then think of what, you know, how God would want you to handle your situations. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the Permian Basin as a whole. A lot of our listeners are from outside of the area. We hit a few high points, but are there some little known facts that you love about West Texas that you think, you know what? People need to know about that. It could be a restaurant. It could be anything. Hmm. (laughs) Like the best kept secret in West Texas.
1: Oh, yikes. (laughs) I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. But I think the one thing is that I think people out here are willing to help each other out, probably more so than I've seen anywhere else. We lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth area Mm -hmm. for 10 years, and I think people in a lot of different places have the attitude that I'm not involved, I'm not in it, you know, just kind of staying out of stuff. And I think people in this area are more willing to help, more willing to share information, you know, more willing to to do for others. I think there's just so much help, you know, different churches, different organizations, organizations just different things around here where they're really willing to help anybody that's in need, you know, filled, what's the new, oh, I can't think of what it's called, but that they're setting up for the homeless population.
0: Oh, Field's Edge? Field's yes. Edge. I mean,
1: I think that's a great thing out yes. here that's going to be able to help a lot of people. I think sometimes someone just needs a helping hand in order to get them back on their feet, mm-hmm. and I think that West Texas is about that. Absolutely.
0: Probably I- more so than I've seen in other areas. Right. I could not agree more. Let's talk about surprising. What is the most surprising thing about being a business owner? You know, because like, you know, you were warned, you know, your, your, your dad mentioned, yeah. Yeah. hey, when we in, were warned yes. going into the oil and gas industry. So what has been the most surprising part about being a business owner?
1: How hard it is.
0: <laughs> I think. Yikes. I think
1: the hardest thing that for me, and I I had to do this Summit at Verizon because I was a sales manager, but you know, just dealing with the different personalities mm-hmm. and dealing with people that don't want to work to the best of their ability. I think that's been the hardest thing for me, is I mm-hmm. expect that everyone does what they're supposed to be doing, <laughs> and that's been really hard sometimes. That's um, a good one. I that
0: that really is a good one because because yeah. you were, before you were a business owner, you were an employee. Yes. And you did what you were told to do, right? Yes. And I, I, yes. I'm in the same boat. I, yes. I, I get that on such a level. Yes. <laughs> because then, when you become the business owner, and they don't do what you yes. were, you know, thinking they were supposed to do, which is their yes. job, you're like, "Huh? What, what? I would have not. I wouldn't have done that." And I say that a <laughs> lot. Oh
1: my gosh! If I would have ever done that at Verizon, I'd have been, you know, <laughs> right. let go or whatever. But. Right. That's I think that's been the hardest thing for me, is just Mm -hmm. the different personalities and the attitudes and just maybe not unwillingness to do what they're supposed to be doing. And then on the just surprises me. Right. (laughs) I like that. Now on the flip side, what's been the best part? I guess the the best part is just surprise how far we've come. It's been what, thirteen years now, I think. Mm -hmm. And just I don't know, I mean I guess just how far we've come and the fact that we did it together. It's just been surprising. I mean, sometimes I drive up into our office and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I mean, it just, you know, it seems a little just humbling, I
0: guess. Right, (laughs) right. No, I I understand. And and you're like me. You get to work with your husband. And I love it. I mean, to me, I really love the fact that we get to work together. How has that been for y'all? Have you experienced the same thing where you, because I I feel like we, we pick up where the other I may mean, yeah. need something, and, and you know we balance each other out as business owners.
1: I think we do most of the time. It's the 5% of the time where we completely disagree on something uh-huh. that makes it tough. Right. <laughs> it doesn't happen all the time, but when it happens, we're both very strong-headed. And so that 5% of disagreement that, you know, I think we right. need to do this, and he thinks we need to do something else, and we've had to learn to compromise a lot. <laughs>
0: but that's not bad. If you're only compromising 5% of the time, yeah. that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> that what it really seems good. like. It's like most of the time we're pretty in sync. It's yeah. just that, you know, there's periods of time where I'm thinking, no, and he's going, no, we need to do this. And I'm like, no you know, it's made it
0: tough, but yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure you win probably a little more on this. (laughs) He says I do.
1: I say I don't. So I don't know. I don't know which one,
0: but yeah. So 13 years of a successful business through, let me count one, two, three bus. Is that about right? That sounds right. What has been your most used business tool that you feel has helped you reach this level of success?
1: I think probably my experience that I had in the corporate world, I think has, you know, just kinda I guess made me have a better vision of everything and and a different perspective because, you know, working in the corporate world sometimes can be really tough. I used to travel a lot and, you know, really was pretty busy and I think it just kinda helped me see I don't know, being a small business owner a little bit different than just getting into a small business without ever having that experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I I dealt with a lot of different people, dealt with some very high level people. And so it kind of helped me, I think, be able to relate Mm -hmm. to clients and, you know, be able to deal with the difficult situations that that arise sometimes. Right. So that corporate
0: experience really... Yeah.
1: I think the corporate experience for me made a big difference. And Steve thinks so too for him. That's the one thing (laughs) we always say, you know, if it wasn't for us working in the
0: corporate world, this would have been really difficult, I think. Right. Because you you did get to, you know, either see... Good leadership or or, the, right. or bad. Or and, bad. And then yeah. you get to use that and carry that over into your business and go, okay, I want to make sure I don't do this. Right. Or right. I do like the way they did this. Right. I, I right. love that. Cause I think experience, oh, I yeah, mean, there's for nothing sure. better. There's just nothing better than experience. Yeah. And that really definitely helps. It does. What about reading? Do you have any books that have really kind of helped you in your life and, and helped you not only in business, but personal?
1: You know, honestly, since I graduated college, I don't read as much as I probably should. I don't make the time. That's because you're a busy
0: mom that owns a business. Yeah,
1: (laughs) for a while there, it seems like I completely stopped. I'm trying to think of... I was reading... What's the book with Matthew McConaughey that he just put out? Oh,
2: God. What
1: is the name Um, of that one? I started reading that not too long ago, and it's actually really good. Is it? it? Yes, it actually is really good. I'm only on like maybe page 40 or 50 right now because I started it last week, but... Honestly, I have not
0: read as much as I need to. I'm Googling that book right now, Green Lights. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. See, I've seen it and I've heard about it, but I haven't read it's it yet. It's actually
1: really good. What I've read so far, I mean, it's it's really good. So you'd yeah. say it's
0: all right, all right, all right?
1: All right, all right, all right. Yep, yep. <laughs> you well, will learn a whole lot about him.
0: Really? Well, yeah. and he's such an interesting character to begin with and yeah. has roots here in West Texas and, and family here in West Texas. Yeah. And so I think you're right. I think to hear that and to hear his perspective yes. like, must be great. To-
1: and I think that's what attracted me to the book. I mean, it was given to me and I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. So yeah, I just started it. But I need to keep going. I haven't read in the last couple of days, so
0: awesome. I'm gonna to have to pick that one up. That's great. Yes. What about quote? Do you have a favorite quote that you live by?
1: Faith, not fear. Mm, I like that. Yeah, and mm. I think I have to think of that a lot sometimes because I do tend to worry about everything and fear things. So I always have to think God's in control. Mm-hmm. It's not me. <laughs> so yeah,
0: I think faith, not fear. It's a good reminder. What about Bible verse? Do you have a favorite one? Oh gosh. There are so many good ones to choose from.
1: (laughs) I'm like, there's so many. I don't. I can't think of one right off the top of my head. Actually, we started doing the. Bible in a year. Oh, yeah. With Father Mike. So that's that's been actually really good.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And he has that that podcast. Is he that, has a podcast. That, mm-hmm.
1: It's the most downloaded podcast right now.
0: It is. It yeah. is really good. It is really, really, good. really good. Yeah. What advice, Melissa, would you give to someone that is thinking about starting their business or maybe, you know, now they're starting to hear, "Ooh, West Texas is booming again. I want to jump in." What advice would you say to someone that's on a, maybe a similar journey as you?
1: Do your homework. Make sure that you've got a business plan in place. You know, you've you've got to know where your money's going to come from, how much debt you're going to have. You need to know, I mean, you've got to have your costs and know what they're going to be. And, so then, I would and say, then double it. Yeah, and then double <laughs> it. Yeah, for sure. For sure, at least, if not more. But I would say make sure you have a good business plan in place and make sure you have a good relationship with the bank that's going to be able to carry you through because there are going to be some tough times and there's going to be some great times and you've got to manage, you know, during those great times, you've got to manage for those bad times.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. What is it about long star trekking that makes you stand out maybe from your competitors?
1: I think the service that we provide, I think we've got good people. We've got good management people. And we've had people that have worked for us for years. Our HR person has been with us for over 10 years. We have supervisors that have been with us seven or eight years. We've got one supervisor who's been with us like 11 or 12 years. So we have a lot of people that have all of our office staff. I can't think of one that has not been there less than
0: five years. I love that. And that's a testament to you and Steve, really, because when people are happy somewhere, they stay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's, we always try to treat everybody right. And, you know, know that everyone has family, everyone has difficult situations, everyone has things that they have to deal with, too, and I think just being, you know, helpful during times like that. But yeah, we've, I think we have a great staff and, and we've kept a lot of the same clients. You know, we've done work for Pioneer now for probably close to 10 years. So, you know, I think just trying to, to be true to yourselves and true to your clients.
0: Right. Do what you say you're going to do.
1: And exactly. And Mm -hmm. that's one thing that for me was always a, you know, was always an issue. I, just tell me the truth right. don't sugarcoat it don't tell me you're going to do something in a time frame that i know is not going to work mm-hmm. so Honesty goes a long way, Absolutely. a very long way.
0: Absolutely. And it always comes out. The truth always comes
1: it out. It <laughs> always comes out. And if it doesn't work, you're going to look awful. Yeah. And if it does and it comes in sooner than you said, you're going to look like the hero. Right. Great. So, yeah, yeah that, I just think you have to be honest with clients.
0: And if you can't do it, then say you can't do it. Absolutely. Is there anything, Melissa, coming into this podcast when you're like, "Oh no, Krista just reached out to me. She wants me to. She wants me to interview you, and I really appreciate you saying yes because she's like, I just don't do this. and I'm like, and I under, I get that. I understand. Yeah. I know this is out of a lot of people's comfort zone. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, microphone, no big deal, right? But yeah. I've, I've yeah. done it a while. I really appreciate you saying yes and doing this. Is there anything coming into it and you're like, okay, I'm going to be on this podcast. I hope this gets out, and maybe we, ha- you know, haven't talked about. it. Is there anything that you were like, oh, I really want them to know this about long star trekking or West Texas?
1: Actually, I was really nervous about doing this <laughs> podcast oh. just because I just, I don't know. It's just not, I don't know. You well, know, you're it's so difficult. humble. You're
0: You really yeah. are. You and Steve are both such humble, nice, kind people. And you're like,
1: this is just, I don't want to talk about myself. I, right, I, I don't want to <laughs> talk about us, <laughs> but I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> I mean, come see us. We are looking for employees right now. We need drivers. So, you know, come see us and we offer great benefits and I think we're good people to work for. So
0: I believe so. And the testament was your employees staying with you over 10 years. I think that's fantastic. Well, you did a great job. See, it was pain free, right? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And how can people reach you? So if they are interested in coming to work for you, how do they reach out to you?
1: Our phone number at the office is 432-686-7640. Or you can email longstar200 at gmail.com, and that's our dispatch, so they'll get that to us, too. You can look us up online at longstartrucking.com.
0: Fantastic. Melissa, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I really appreciate it, and congratulations on running a business the way it should be run, and you're doing it with integrity and honesty and and doing all the right things, and I'm just so happy that you've had the success that you've had. So thank thank you. you for being with us today. It's time now to announce this week's community MVP, and... This week's community MVP are the CASA of West Texas volunteers. Now, the mission of CASA of West Texas is to recruit, train, and support committed volunteers who are appointed by the court to advocate for the best interest of the children in the foster care system. If you want to make a difference in a child's life or if you've thought about it, Children in foster care desperately need you. You can truly change a child's life. And if you're wondering if you have what it takes to be a volunteer, all you have to do is go to CASAWTX.org and you can reach out to someone there and they will uh, give you more information. And I, I think it would be a wonderful way for you to help a child and especially some children here in West Texas. So thank you ahead of time. If you go and do that, we really appreciate you. A special thank you to our sponsor, NOV, as we mentioned at the top of the show. NOV powers the industry that powers the world. And to stay up to date with the latest on what they're up to in the Permian and beyond, you can follow NOV on Facebook, on Instagram. They're even tweeting on Twitter. That's right. You can go to at NOV global or on LinkedIn at NOV. Also, be on the lookout for a podcast that NOV has out with Asad Mohana, And that will be on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to listen. Well, it's time for that giveaway I was talking about earlier. You can win a combination briefcase backpack convertible bag that will take you from the field to the office or back home again. It's really a great bag. So it's easy to do. All you do to enter is go to nov.com slash Permian. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank once again, Melissa Sanchez, the owner of Longstar Trucking for being our special guest. And I want to thank all of you for sharing this time with us. If you feel like you've enjoyed today's episode, or there's a little nugget you would like to share with someone, please pass this podcast on to your friends, family, and colleagues. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. If there's a guest you'd love to hear behind the microphone and hear their story, let me know. Just connect with me at Krista Escamilla on all the socials. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian Basin. Remember my mottos, dream big, believe, and never give up. You make it a great day.
2: Hey everybody, it's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for May 2021. This month, we have four events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our online events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our in-person event, which is the 20YPO's networking mixer at the Houston Club on May 25th. Next, we have our three online events, the Post-Industrial Summit Series from May 4th to June 22nd, the Data Fabric and Data Ops webinar on May 5th, and the Maritime Career Day hosted by Women Offshore on May 21st. Other than these events, OGGN has a live stream this month titled Identifying and Evaluating Advantage Oil Projects on May 5th. So make sure to check that out on our Facebook, LinkedIn, or OGGN.com for more information. You can also find more information about that or any of the live streams or events we have coming up also on Facebook, LinkedIn, or OGGN.com. If you have any questions about these events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for May. I hope you guys have a great month, and thanks for tuning in.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.